1 Timothy, chapter 4. God's Spirit clearly says that in the last days many people will turn from their faith. They will be fooled by evil spirits and by teachings that come from demons. They will also be fooled by the false claims of liars whose consciences have lost all feeling. These liars will forbid people to marry or to eat certain foods. But God created these foods to be eaten with thankful hearts by his followers who know the truth. Everything God created is good, and if you give thanks, you may eat anything. What God has said and your prayer will make it fit to eat. If you teach these things to other followers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. You will show that you have grown up on the teachings about our faith and on the good instructions you have obeyed. Don't have anything to do with worthless, senseless stories. Work hard to be truly religious. As the saying goes, exercise is good for your body, but religion helps you in every way. It promises life now and forever. These words are worthwhile and should not be forgotten. We have put our hope in the living God who is the saviour of everyone, but especially of those who have faith. That's why we work and struggle so hard. Teach these things and tell everyone to do what you say. Don't let anyone make fun of you just because you are young. Set an example for other followers by what you say and do, as well as by your love, faith and purity. Until I arrive, be sure to keep on reading the scriptures in worship, and don't stop preaching and teaching. Use the gift you were given when the prophets spoke and the group of church leaders blessed you by placing their hands on you. Remember these things and think about them so everyone can see how well you are doing. Be careful about the way you live and about what you teach. Keep on doing this, and you will save not only yourself, but the people who hear you. 1 Timothy chapter 5 Don't correct an older man. Encourage him as you would your own father. Treat younger men as you would your own brother, and treat older women as you would your own mother. Show the same respect to younger women that you would to your sister. Take care of any widow who is really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, they should learn to serve God by taking care of her as she once took care of them. This is what God wants them to do. A widow who is really in need is one who doesn't have any relatives. She has faith in God and she keeps praying to him night and day, asking for his help. A widow who thinks only about having a good time is already dead, even though she is still alive. Tell all this to everyone, so they will do the right thing. People who don't take care of their relatives, and especially their own families, have given up their faith. They are worse than someone who doesn't have faith in the Lord. For a widow to be put on the list of widows, she must be at least 60 years old and she must have been faithful in marriage.
She must also be well known for doing all sorts of good things, such as raising children, giving food to strangers, welcoming God's people into her home, helping people in need, and always making herself useful. Don't put young widows on the list. They may later have a strong desire to get married. Then they will turn away from Christ and become guilty of breaking their promise to Him. Besides, they will become lazy and get into the habit of going from house to house. Next, they will start gossiping and become busybodies, talking about things that are none of their business. I would prefer that young widows get married, have children, and look after their families. Then the enemy won't have any reason to say insulting things about us. Look what's already happened to some of the young widows; they have turned away to follow Satan. If a woman who is a follower has any widows in her family, she should help them. This will keep the church from having that burden, and then the church can help widows who are really in need. Church leaders who do their job well. Deserve to be paid twice as much, especially if they work hard at preaching and teaching. It is just as the scriptures say: don't muzzle an ox when you are using it to grind grain. You also know the saying: workers are worth their pay. Don't listen to any charge against a church leader unless at least two or three people bring the same charges. But if any of the leaders should keep on sinning, They must be corrected in front of the whole group as a warning to everyone else. In the presence of God and Christ Jesus and their chosen angels, I order you to follow my instructions. Be fair with everyone and don't have any favorites. Don't be too quick to accept people into the service of the Lord by placing your hands on them. Don't sin because others do, but stay close to God. Stop drinking only water. Take a little wine to help your stomach trouble and the other illnesses you always have. Some people get caught in their sins straight away, even before the time of judgment. But other people's sins don't show up until later. It is the same with good deeds. Some are easily seen, but none of them. Can be hidden. One Timothy, chapter six. If you are a slave, you should respect and honor your owner. This will keep people from saying bad things about God and about our teaching. If any of you slaves have owners who are followers, you should show them respect. After all. They are also followers of Christ, and He loves them. So, you should serve and help them the best you can. These are the things you must teach and tell the people to do. Anyone who teaches something different disagrees with the correct and godly teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those people who disagree are proud of themselves, but they don't really know a thing. Their minds are sick. And they like to argue over words. They cause jealousy, disagreements, unkind words, evil suspicions, and nasty quarrels. They have wicked minds and have missed out on the truth.
These people think religion is supposed to make you rich, and religion does make your life rich by making you content with what you have. We didn't bring anything into this world, and we won't take anything with us when we leave. So, we should be satisfied just to have food and clothes. People who want to be rich fall into all sorts of temptations and traps. They are caught by foolish and harmful desires that drag them down and destroy them. The love of money causes all kinds of trouble. Some people want money so much that they have given up their faith and caused themselves a lot of pain. Timothy, you belong to God, so keep away from all these. Timothy, you belong to God, so keep away from all these evil things. Try your best to please God and to be like Him. Be faithful, loving, dependable, and gentle. Fight a good fight for the faith, and claim eternal life. God offered it to you when you clearly told about your faith, while so many people listened. Now I ask you to make a promise. Make it in the presence of God, who gives life to all, and in the presence of Jesus Christ, who openly told Pontius Pilate about his faith. Promise to obey completely and fully all that you have been told. Until our Lord Jesus Christ returns, the glorious God is the only ruler, the King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. At the time that God has already decided, He will send Jesus Christ back again. Only God lives for ever, and He lives in light that no one can come near. No human has ever seen God, or ever can see Him. God will be honoured, and His power will last for ever. Amen. Warn the rich people of this world not to be proud, or to trust in wealth that is easily lost. Tell them to have faith in God, who is rich, and blesses us with everything we need to enjoy life. Instruct them to do as many good deeds as they can, and to help everyone. Remind the rich to be generous. And share what they have. This will lay a solid foundation for the future, so that they will know what true life is like. Timothy, guard what God has placed in your care. Don't pay any attention to that godless and stupid talk that sounds clever but really isn't. Some people have even lost their faith by believing this talk. I pray that the Lord will be kind to all of you. Paul's second letter to Timothy, chapter one. From Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, God Himself chose me to be an apostle, and He gave me the promised life that Jesus Christ makes possible. Timothy, you are like a dear child to me. I pray that God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ will be kind and merciful to you, and will bless you with peace. Night and day, I mention you in my prayers. I am always grateful for you, as I pray to the God my ancestors and I have served with a clear conscience. 
I remember how you cried, and I want to see you, because that will make me truly happy. I also remember the genuine faith of your mother Eunice. Your grandmother Lois had the same sort of faith, and I'm sure that you have it as well. So I ask you to make full use of the gift that God gave you when I placed my hands on you. Use it well. God's Spirit doesn't make cowards out of us. The Spirit gives us power, love, and self-control. Don't be ashamed to speak for our Lord, and don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed to speak for our Lord, and don't be ashamed of me, just because I am in jail for serving Him. Use the power that comes from God, and join with me in suffering for telling the good news. God saved us and chose us to be His holy people. We did nothing to deserve this, but God planned it because He is so kind. Even before time began, God planned for Christ Jesus to show kindness to us. Now, Christ Jesus has come to show us the kindness of God. Christ, our Savior, defeated death and brought us the good news. It shines like a light and offers life that never ends. My work is to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. That's why I am suffering now, but I am not ashamed. I know the one I have faith in, and I am sure that he can guard until the last day what he has trusted me with. Now follow the example of the correct teaching I gave you, and let the faith and love of Christ Jesus be your model. You have been trusted with a wonderful treasure. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you. You know that everyone in Asia has turned against me, especially Phygellus and Hermogenes. I pray that the Lord will be kind to the family of Onesiphorus. He often cheered me up and wasn't ashamed of me when I was put in jail. Then, after he arrived in Rome, he searched everywhere until he found me. I pray that the Lord Jesus will ask God to show mercy to Onesiphorus on the day of judgment. You know how much he helped me in Ephesus. To Timothy. Chapter 2 Timothy, my child, Christ Jesus is kind, and you must let him make you strong. You have often heard me teach. Now I want you to tell these same things to followers who can be trusted to tell others. As a good soldier of Christ Jesus, you must endure your share of suffering Soldiers on duty don't work at outside jobs. They try only to please their commanding officer. No one wins an athletic contest without obeying the rules. And farmers who work hard are the first to eat what grows in their field. If you keep in mind what I have told you, the Lord will help you understand completely. Keep your mind on Jesus Christ. He was from the family of David and was raised from death, just as my good news says. And because of this message, I am locked up in jail and treated like a criminal. 
But God's good news isn't locked in jail, and so I am willing to put up with anything. Then, God's special people will be saved. They will be given eternal glory because they belong to Christ Jesus. Here is a true message. If we died with Christ, we will live with him. If we don't give up, we will rule with him. If we deny that we know him, he will deny that he knows us. If we are not faithful, he will still be faithful. Christ cannot deny who he is. Don't let anyone forget these things. And with God, as your witness, you must warn them not to argue about words. These arguments don't help anyone. In fact, they ruin everyone who listens to them. Do your best to win God's approval as a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed and who teaches only the true message. Keep away from worthless and useless talk. It only leads people further away from God. That sort of talk is like a sore that won't heal. And Hymenaeus and Philetus have been talking this way by teaching that the dead have already been raised to life. This is far from the truth, and it is destroying the faith of some people. But the foundation that God has laid is solid. On it is written, The Lord knows who his people are. So everyone who worships the Lord must turn away from evil. In a large house, some dishes are made of gold or silver, while others are made of wood or clay. Some of these are special and others are not. That's also how it is with people. The ones who stop doing evil and make themselves pure will become special. Their lives will be holy and pleasing to their master, and they will be able to do all kinds of good deeds. Run from temptations that capture young people. Always do the right thing. Be faithful, loving, and easy to get along with. Worship with people whose hearts are pure. Stay away from stupid and senseless arguments. These only lead to trouble, and God's servants must not be troublemakers. They must be kind to everyone, and they must be good teachers and very patient. Be humble when you correct people who oppose you. Perhaps God will lead them to turn to him and learn the truth. They have been trapped by the devil, and he makes them obey him. But God may help them escape. To Timothy, chapter 3 You can be certain that in the last days there will be some very hard times. People will love only themselves and money. They will be proud, stuck up, rude, and disobedient to their parents. They will also be ungrateful, godless, heartless, and hateful. Their words will be cruel, and they will have no self-control or pity. These people will hate everything that is good. They will be sneaky, reckless, and puffed up with pride. Instead of loving God, they will love pleasure. Even though they will make a show of being religious, their religion won't be real. 
don't have anything to do with such people. Some men fool whole families just to get power over those women who are slaves of sin and are controlled by all sorts of desires. These women always want to learn something new, but they never can discover the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, these people are enemies of the truth. Their minds are sick and their faith isn't real. But they won't get very far with their foolishness. Soon, everyone will know the truth about them, just as Janus and Jambres were found out. Timothy, you know what I teach and how I live. You know what I want to do and what I believe. You have seen how patient and loving I am, and how in the past I put up with trouble and suffering in the cities of Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. Yet the Lord rescued me from all those terrible troubles. Anyone who belongs to Christ Jesus and wants to live right will have trouble from others. But evil people who pretend to be what they are not will become worse than ever, as they fool others and are fooled themselves. Keep on being faithful to what you were taught and to what you believed. After all, you know who taught you these things. Since childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures that are able to make you wise enough to have faith in Christ Jesus and be saved. Everything in the Scriptures is God's Word. All of it is useful for teaching and helping people and for correcting them and showing them how to live. The Scriptures train God's servants to do all kinds of good deeds. To Timothy, chapter 4. When Christ Jesus comes as King, he will be the judge of everyone, whether they are living or dead. So, with God and Christ as witnesses, I command you to preach God's message. Do it willingly, even if it isn't the popular thing to do. You must correct people and point out their sins. But also cheer them up, and when you instruct them, always be patient. The time is coming when people won't listen to good teaching. Instead, they will look for teachers who will please them by telling them only what they are itching to hear. They will turn from the truth and eagerly listen to senseless stories. But you must stay calm and be willing to suffer. You must work hard to tell the good news and to do your job well. You must work hard to tell the good news and to do your job well. Now the time has come for me to die. My life is like a drink offering being poured out on the altar. I have fought well. I have finished the race and I have been faithful. So a crown will be given to me for pleasing the Lord. He judges fairly, and on the day of judgment he will give a crown to me and to everyone else who wants him to appear with power. Come to see me as soon as you can. Demas loves the things of this world so much that he left me and went to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia. 
and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke has stayed with me. Mark can be very helpful to me, so please find him and bring him with you. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the coat I left at Troas with Carpus. Don't forget to bring the scrolls, especially the ones made of leather. Alexander the metal worker has hurt me in many ways, but the Lord will pay him back for what he has done. Alexander opposes what we preach. You had better watch out for him. When I was first put on trial, no one helped me. In fact, everyone deserted me. I hope it won't be held against them. But the Lord stood beside me. He gave me the strength to tell his full message so that all Gentiles would hear it. And I was kept safe from hungry lions. The Lord will always keep me from being harmed by evil, and he will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. Praise him for ever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila and to the family of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed at Corinth. Trophimus was sick when I left him at Miletus. Do your best to come before winter. Eubulus, Pudens, Linus and Claudia send you their greetings, and so do the rest of the Lord's followers. I pray that the Lord will bless your life and will be kind to you. Paul's Letter to Titus, Chapter 1 This is from Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I encourage God's own people to have more faith and to understand the truth about religion. Then they will have the hope of eternal life that God promised long ago, and God never tells a lie. So, at the proper time, God our Saviour gave this message and told me to announce what he had said. Titus, because of our faith, you are like a son to me. I pray that God our Father and Christ Jesus our Saviour will be kind to you and will bless you with peace. I left you in Crete to do what had been left undone and to appoint leaders for the churches in each town. As I told you, they must have a good reputation and be faithful in marriage. Their children must be followers of the Lord and not have a reputation for being wild and disobedient. Church officials are in charge of God's work and so they must also have a good reputation. They must not be bossy, quick-tempered, heavy drinkers, bullies or dishonest in business. Instead, they must be friendly to strangers and enjoy doing good things. They must also be sensible, fair, pure, and self-controlled. They must stick to the true message they were taught so that their good teaching can help others and correct everyone who opposes it. There are many who don't respect authority and they fool others by talking nonsense. This is especially true of some Jewish followers. But you must make them be quiet. 
They are after money, and they upset whole families by teaching what they should not. It is like one of their own prophets once said, The people of Crete always tell lies. They are greedy and lazy like wild animals. That is a true saying. And you should be hard on such people so you can help them grow stronger in their faith. Don't pay any attention to any of those senseless Jewish stories and human commands. These are made up by people who won't obey the truth. Everything is pure for someone whose heart is pure. But nothing is pure for an unbeliever with a dirty mind. That person's mind and conscience are destroyed. Such people claim to know God, but their actions prove that they really don't. They are disgusting. They won't obey God, and they are too worthless to do anything good. Titus Chapter 2 Titus, you must teach only what is correct. Tell the older men to have self-control and to be serious and sensible. Their faith, love and patience must never fail. Tell the older women to behave as those who love the Lord should. They must not gossip about others or be slaves of wine. They must teach what is proper so the younger women will be loving wives and mothers. Each of the younger women must be sensible and kind, as well as a good homemaker who puts her own husband first. Then no one can say insulting things about God's message. Tell the young men to have self-control in everything. Always set a good example for others. Be sincere and serious when you teach... Use clean language that no one can criticize. Do this, and your enemies will be too ashamed to say anything against you. Tell slaves always to please their owners by obeying them in everything. Slaves must not talk back to their owners or steal from them. They must be completely honest and trustworthy. Then everyone will show great respect for what is taught about God, our Saviour. God has shown us how kind he is by coming to save all people. He taught us to give up our wicked ways and our worldly desires and to live decent and honest lives in this world. We are filled with hope as we wait for the glorious return of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. He gave himself to rescue us from everything that is evil and to make our hearts pure. He wanted us to be his own people and to be eager to do right. Teach these things as you use your full authority to encourage and correct people. Make sure you earn everyone's respect. Titus, Chapter 3 Remind your people to obey the rulers and authorities and not to be rebellious. They must always be ready to do something helpful and not say cruel things or argue. They should be gentle and kind to everyone. We used to be stupid, disobedient and foolish, as well as slaves of all sorts of desires and pleasures. We were evil and jealous. Everyone hated us, and we hated everyone. God our Saviour showed us how good and kind he is. 
He saved us because of his mercy and not because of any good things that we have done. God washed us by the power of the Holy Spirit. He gave us new birth and a fresh beginning. God sent Jesus Christ, our Savior, to give us his Spirit. Jesus treated us much better than we deserve. He made us acceptable to God and gave us the hope of eternal life. This message is certainly true. These teachings are useful and helpful for everyone. I want you to insist that the people follow them so that all who have faith in God will be sure to do good deeds. But don't have anything to do with stupid arguments about ancestors. And stay away from disagreements and quarrels about the law of Moses. Such arguments are useless and senseless. Warn troublemakers once or twice. Then don't have anything else to do with them. You know that their minds are twisted and their own sins show how guilty they are. I plan to send Artemis or Tychicus to you. After he arrives, please try your best to meet me at Nicopolis. I have decided to spend the winter there. When Zenus, the lawyer, and Apollos get ready to leave, help them as much as you can so they won't have need of anything. Our people should learn to spend their time doing something useful and worthwhile. Greetings to you from everyone here. Greet all our friends who share in our faith. I pray that the Lord will be kind to all of you.